Welcome to the Men of Doozy Podcast. Probably thinking what the hell does that even mean? Well, the word doozy means something that is extraordinary or outstanding. Hey, we are not that, but we want to be. Hey. And this is the podcast where we're going to give you the tools to become the successful in life. Wow. Hey! <laughs> wow. Oh, my gosh. How about that? I already kind of did the intro, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> hey, welcome to the Better Doozy Podcast, Yes, guys, you know, you're probably thinking, what the hell does that even mean? Uh, well, the word doozy means something that is extraordinary or outstanding of its kind. And we are not that, obviously. Oh, but we want to be. And we're going to be. That's right. And so this is the podcast that we are going to give you all the tools that you need to help you become successful in life. How do I do this? How do I do that? How do I play that? How do mm. I... You know? Mm. And the best part about that... <laughs> Is we're going to learn how to be successful ourselves while we are also teaching you how to be successful. Makes sense to me. I think you need to work on your scatting, dude. <laughs> I'm Alex Scatmaster Stop. And I am Kirk Scat Daddy Cos. Oh. <laughs> Kirk, what are we going to scat about today? Well... <laughs> I am so excited. This has been an episode that has been in waiting for months. We mm. almost did this episode months ago, and we weren't able to follow through with it. This is so, so exciting. This is our because first in-person guess guest. Guess what? Yeah, it's our first in-person first guest. in-person guest. This is, this is a next-level episode, guys. It's a two-parter. We'll tell you more about it, but we're going to learn how... To write a song. Ooh, what? A song, dude. We're going to be songwriters We're now? Gonna, by the end of this episode, we are going we're gonna have to an be album. composers. Composers. I yeah. like that. We're going to be on the, the, the top 100 like, doozy charts. When you say composer, I picture like Beethoven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or Mozart. Yeah, he's just like angry. <laughs> Are you slapping the ass on the music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you, yeah. But guys, we're gonna learn how to write a song. That's, that's probably pretty, why. That's pretty cool. That's you pretty know, cool. we got our, a new little setup that we're trying out, mm, which is very exciting. A little bigger table and stuff. Yeah. But let me ask you. Yeah. Have you ever written a song before? Uh, we, I think we maybe did at the beginning. Well, before I jump into that, I just want to say today's episode is sponsored by Botticelli's and uh, Burn. We love you. We Absolutely. Love you. Go buy some. We'll talk to you more about them later. Um, I have not ever written a song. I've tried to make like beats and stuff, but nothing like... Oh, no. Uh, really? Like, I've, on, like uh, Nothing that I like followed through with. No. Yeah. But like little apps on the phone where you can make beats and like I tried to record something but it doesn't work. Oh, I hit the wrong one. Delete, delete, and then you just delete the whole thing. Yeah, you're like, fuck, I don't think I'm going to be a DJ. Yeah, what about you? Have you ever written a song before? You know what's so You know what's so crazy? I actually have, and I've done it with, you um, have? Uh, have I? Heard well, I have. Before? I have improvised with our guest before, Ooh. and we have written songs together before and performed them on Instagram and certain things like that. And it's it's. I, but I've never. I've only been a part of the the, the singing aspect and, and improvising certain lyrics and stuff. So, but this is why you I'm saying so, you're the singer. I, I did some little singing or some Squeeze harmonies, or to be that. honest, <laughs> even some Squeedly scat. I am scat daddy, so. But but that that segues perfectly into our introduction of our guest. Oh guys, yeah, let's learn how to write a song, baby. Guys, today we have the greatest songwriter, composer, multi instrumentalist, and performer alive. Mm. You can hear his original music under the artist names Pair of Sloths and Thick Picks. That sounds familiar. Mm. He has degrees in percussion performance from the University of Central Missouri, mm. a master's degree in music therapy, mm. music education from the U University of Kansas, mm. and is also a board certified music therapist. God mm. damn. And and 
as the composer of the Men of Doozy theme song. That's right, guys, we are incredibly honored to be the be in the presence of our first in-person guest, Colby Cobb! Hey! 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 Everybody boogie, 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 boogie. Okay, okay. Everybody boogie, 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 boogie. Everybody boogie, 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 boogie. Everybody boogey, 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 Got a little spray in my asshole. Squilly up, bop, squid, squid, squid. <laughs> I don't want to get up. The seat is warm. And now I think I'm... Everybody boogie, 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 boogie. Everybody boogie, 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 boogie. Everybody boogie, 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 boogie. Everybody boogie, 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 boogie. We bound to... Oh, we about the boogie. Oh, you knew I, that song. I, I did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was. I'm already harmonizing. Gosh, that was that was an incredible entrance. Hey, thank you for welcome, that, welcome, Colby. Thank you, guys. It's great to be here. Thank you for the uh, kind introduction. Absolutely. Uh, and all that. Yeah, that, that was a crazy introduction. Yeah. All that, and you can't cure cancer. <laughs> <laughs> right but um you know we were songwriting just now right i was oh. taking a song that i had written before right just a verse right and then was allowing you guys to kind of create your own thing on top of that guys we're already in the thick of it how incredible is this this is called water in my poop this is called poop booty scoop water squirt poop in my butt wow <laughs> Great song. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are, yeah. You're already So we're songwriters, so we don't really need you anymore. I mean, we recorded that, so we can, yeah. uh, we can we release it. That, we can release that later, right? As a remix, yeah. because, you know, it's like I had that boogie um, chorus, right? Which is a song that we had done. So, you know, boogie, let Kirk take a, a verse, let you take a verse, right? And then we come back and Whose verse is better, mine or Kirk's? Um, I can neither confirm nor deny. Anything, right? Music is not about competition. Uh, comment, comment below. Say, see who had the better. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, guys. Well, well. Let me. Well, I'm excited. Now. I am that, so that excited. That was up. a. That was the great. So before we jump. In, so before we jump into these tips, this is a two-parter. So Colby, Ooh. who I, if you guys haven't haven't realized, Colby also happens to be my twin brother. What? Yes. So. You, oh my god, you didn't know I'm that? In a, I'm in a cousin, You're in a twin uh, you're in a twin sandwich. sandwich. Yeah, this is a stob this is a stob sandwich this with is twin a stob bread. Stob sandwich, let's go. <laughs> you both got long, luscious hair. At points. Yeah. It's but it's funny. Uh, yeah. No, well, well, what uh, to uh, listeners and viewers, this is a very, very exciting episode because it's our first in-person guest episode. It's also a two-parter. So the way that it's going to work is we are going to read these top five tips that Colby has provided with us on how to write a song. And then afterwards, he's going to help us and lead us through a to-do list as you watch and listen to us write a song in real time. Wow. But before we jump into that, Colby, why don't you tell us, we heard a little bit about it in the introduction, tell us a little bit about your relationship to music, where you started to love it, what age, why did you think it was something that you wanted to do, and just uh, where you at in your career, and, and why you are uh, justified to, to be teaching us today. Um, yeah, so I guess uh, I'll start from the beginning, right, of music, right? I remember, like, early, early on, um, just always, um, some of my, one of my first ever memories of music was, I'm not sure if you were there, I remember us uh, uh, younger, we had to be, like, three or four years old, right? Um, and our dad was taking us to, like, pick up our brother from hockey, and, like, the first ever, uh, one of my first ever musical memories is hearing, um, 
Time by Pink Floyd, which at the beginning of that song is all these alarm clocks going off, right? And there's like a three-year-old kind of being like, This you know, is a song? Like, like what <laughs> is happening here, right? But, but also being like, you know, in, in like a safe environment of my dad showing, you know, he's not trying to frighten me. He's trying to show me something that's unique. And it's just like, I think like very, very early on, I had like this like heavy musical influence from my dad who admired, you know, just... Um, had grown up going to concerts and was a musician early on, right? And just kind of, you know, from the get-go, really kind of falling in love with music and it always being this positive thing in my life. Dad always had a love for some of the greatest, like, music created. Um, and it, he, he's, he's, yeah, it was a great, he had great insight. To, to help us know some of the best stuff. But as you Yeah, I don't think Dad saying, really liked me too much. <laughs> <laughs> he was always taking you guys places. <laughs> I, never yeah, got to, I never got to go anywhere. I was just a middle child. You know? <laughs> just stay home. Um, but, um, but yeah, no, um, early on, like, uh, I don't know if you remember, like, taking road trips and stuff like that, like, yeah, when we were younger, and, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, hearing some of, like, songs, and then just, I remember, like, always having, like, some sort of, like, melody or hook, and just, like, improvising songs very, very early on, um, like, do you know the song, uh, Albuquerque, by, um, Wait. Uh, Weird Al Yankovic? Yeah! I remember when I was, like had to be like seven or eight years old, right? Hearing that song. And it's like this 12 minute song, right? Have you heard it? Oh dude, it's the one where he goes to donuts and he's like, yeah, have any bear claws? Bear claws? No, we're out of bear claws! I haven't heard this now. Anyway, the chorus is like, it's like in Albuquerque. Yeah. Albuquerque. Right, and I remember hearing that song like very, very young, and this is like what um, had to be like nineteen ninety nine, right? So, yeah, around two thousand, yeah. like around that time. You know, you're just like eight, nine years old. You know, it's like we used to do like Captain Underpants books. You know, it's like everything was just like poop and fart jokes, right? You know, as you can <laughs> see from our introduction <laughs> to the episode yeah, today. I remember that. Um, but, um, just having like this, like very like, uh, stress-free mentality of like, um, taking a melody like that and just like adding my own words to it. And we call that like, um, in music therapy, you know, you can call, you can use that as like a songwriting technique or even in music education where you're piggybacking, right? Taking a melody that already exists, right? And, uh, putting your own words to it, right? And what mm -hmm. I, I remember at the- That's that thing where like, there's like three notes on a piano and they show like 10 different songs that those three notes are made out of type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like so you're, same, you're like right. Yeah. Vision. Yeah. You're right on the, the money. You know, it's like songs are made up of similar notes and that type of thing. And people will use similar progressions, similar notes. You really don't have to, and you'll see in the tips, right? So you, yeah, you can use, you know, a lot of songs, right. Have like either the same, you know, similar chord progressions or similar notes, like what you're talking about. Um, but with this song, I remember think, taking that melody, da, 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 you know, and singing, what is a monkey? <laughs> what Man, I think I remember that. Monkey? Do you remember I, that stuff? Well, I was hoping we could, we could, <laughs> you could take that melody, right? Oh! Sing that melody, we could, you guys could come up with your own thing just off the top. Oh, right? cool! Borrow that melody, right? We yeah, we this, could. We call this piggybacking. Right? Yeah. Just really quick, you know, the melody. Da, na, da, na, 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 na. Monkey. Right? <laughs> but, but you can say whatever you want. You're just taking the melody, which already exists, and you're adding your own words to it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You, you, you just do your own. So I'll give you a beat. Okay. One, two, right. one, two, three, four. What the hell's with my scatting? Oh. What the hell's wrong with scatting? Huh. Yeah, great. Yeah. Kirk has bananas on his shirt. Yeah. He went into the potato squirt. Oh! Nice. So, at, so, so, at a very young age, you were you were interested in just like the the specifics and and different piggybacking and different things. So, when was the moment? that you realized, oh, you know what? I want to pursue this as a career. I want to go to college for this. I want to learn as much as I can about this and how it works. When, do, you, do you know the moment? 
I don't I, I don't think it was necessarily one moment yeah. because like so many moments happened uh, that are like engraved into my my mind that were just like such positive experiences that yeah. I just continued to like um, con- consume music like I mean just always like at a really young age like taking you know uh, our older brothers like mix CDs right and yes. not knowing what it's on what's on it right but just listening and finding songs I didn't really even know the name yeah of mix them. CDs yeah. dude you know yeah. like I didn't know Do you the, remember when we were growing up like LimeWire and those yeah. things yeah you know what I mean you were gonna say when we were going. Oh, when we were going. <laughs> you remember when we were growing up and we would st- we would take uh, uh, so our older brothers' uh, yeah. uh, CDs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm, uh, right now, what I'm writing down, and so this is just like another thing that helps me with songwriting. Right? Yeah. Is I like to go off of like con- concepts or take ideas, right? Um, what does it say? Weenie Weeble? Uh, well, I'm writing down when we were growing up. Oh. And so, if you... Yeah. Remember, like if, one word, Weenie Weeble. Weenie when, we- so later... <laughs> this when, is interesting. Later, when we're going about writing a song, right, we can draw back on maybe ideas. If you're like... I don't That's know amazing. We can draw... When back. I was growing up. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bidet was my only <laughs> source <laughs> of happiness. <laughs> I have... The, <laughs> the, two, the two notes that Colby has right now for potential topics for a song later is bidet and when we were growing up. Well, what it, what, well, do you have anything else that you want to say about like like uh, um, composing or writing or performing or music therapy before we head into these tips? Um, not uh, not necessarily. I mean, there's so much to say, and I don't want to like take too much of the time because I'm excited to get into yeah. This creative, right, well, let's do this creative then. process. Yes. Um, I guess that I could say, um, you know, you were asking me if there was like any like moment, um, and just I think one thing that allowed me to just like I was always exploring um, music in um, such like a wonderlust. Um, attitude right of and our parents never really said you have to do this or you nobody was ever That's right. forcing me to do music so it was just one of those things that was always like i just organically prioritized it in my life and it, it you know um yeah and you know learning different instruments learning different styles right um playing in different bands you know yeah bands and, i mean even know, in, in yeah you know drum so, line or band so so yeah, yeah it was like you got the experience You've yeah been it was it like i've been around band. you know like uh you know uh being in uh the music industry it's like realizing now you know uh like i've been writing songs and creating for a very very long time but it wasn't like one of those things where it was like you know, I was like, I'm going to commit to this. It was like, it was just what I did naturally and organically. It was like, I love that. Do. You it's, it, yeah. it's your identity. There's so much of your identity yeah, right? in it. Where That's I was, how I feel about I acting. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's like, I'm just going to try to make this a part of who I am because it's always been, you know, brought that positive experience. Oh, so, so what happened um, if you like had an accident and you were deaf the rest of your life? Um, so I've thought, I've, I've thought about this a lot. Like, no, I mean, like, I, uh, uh, like if I were to lose, uh, like for example, in, uh, like what, 2014, it was like two weeks before I was playing this marimba competition. Right. Um, and two weeks before I slipped and I, on the ice and I, you know, messed up my hand and then I slipped later on, you know, that evening, right, on that same wrist. And so I was, I was, I had an injury, right, but that was like one of the first um, um, experiences of thinking like, am I going to be able to like play this competition, right? Like, you know, if I were to lose like my limbs or like some of my senses, like I would much rather like I, you know, lose my sight than my hearing, like. If you were to ask me, like I'd yeah. rather lose my smell before I lose my hearing. Yeah, right? I'd rather lose my taste before. It's like I lose my hearing first before my sight. I yeah, I I would if I can't I couldn't hear things right. It's um, yeah. I mean there is. I basically uh, ignore everyone anyways. But yeah. <laughs> on, on, on that note, there yeah. is um, uh, an artist um, that I played a lot of her marimba. Uh, pieces early on she's deaf she's deaf wow that's right? insane and so but she's if you, when you're deaf how do you know if your stuff is good dude you there's like vibrations and yeah, shit dude, it's so, like crazy so, and that's the thing is um uh music is this multi-sensory experience right it basically like hijacks your brain and right um when you're playing music when you're composing music when you're listening to music there's so many different parts of your brain that are lighting up 
right? And that's why music can be used therapeutically. Well, that's why, you know, music education, you know, kids who um, are musicians are oftentimes, uh, you know, scoring better on testing and that type of thing and is succeeding in other academic areas. It's because music is, um, is yeah, it's just this, yeah. I think that is a perfect place to start and jump into these tips. A reminder, guys, these are the top five tips on how to write a song by Colby Cause. The start of part one. Let's jump in. The top five tip is keep it simple. You don't need to do too much to write a great song. Some of the best songs ever written are those that only use two or three chords and a few notes for a melody. Don't overcomplicate things, especially if all you're running on is bidets and poop. Right. Or monkeys. Lean into it. Yeah. Lean into it if it's what you got, I guess. When when you say two or three chords, the first song that comes to mind is the uh, Lose Yourself by Eminem. Yeah, it's just that. That's just it. Yeah, just, it just like repeats, right? Yeah, yeah it does. Mom spaghetti. Buday. Poopy buday. Yeah, keep it, keep it simple. Because if you start adding like... It's like that, um, um, uh, no, you know, oh, it's like, <laughs> you got one shot, <laughs> one opportunity, <laughs> you better not blow it, <laughs> you better walk into that stall, uh, and sit down on that warm seat, yeah, and get ready, some ocean spray. You yeah. better lose yourself in the mud day, the squirty poopy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You only get one shot up your asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but I like this. I like this because Keep it simple. This is something this is something that I think is is something we all, as the artists that we are, musician, actor, comedian, it it is something that across all like creative type of things that you can you you can keep it simple. What are you? What's that I face? Think of, I'm thinking of uh, <laughs> you remember Dewey Cox, uh, Walk Hard, Dewey Cox. Yeah. I'm thinking yeah. that one scene where he's in the the sound studio and he's got like so like a thousand different yeah. instruments <laughs> and he's like, I need like a hundred more didgeridoos and they're like, you don't what? Why? And he's like, I just need more didgeridoos. <laughs> And he's got like a goat and stuff, and there's, just, there's so many different sounds happening, and it's just like. Well, yeah. Um, that scene is kind of uh, it's like uh, overcomplicated. Well, no, no, it's so mocking. Like, it's like mocking like like uh, the Beatles in a way, because basically like uh, the Beatles got to this point where they they you know <laughs> couldn't do as many live shows because so much of their their sound and the co- their composition they couldn't recreate it live. But it was all of those you know. Um, different timbres, those uh, various instruments <laughs> that they yeah. to talk about. Like, I think in that scene, there's like an elephant. Yeah, you know, but it's like, like more but, but yeah, you know, um, what I uh, usually tell like a lot of my younger students, right, you know, four or five, six years old, is that there's music everywhere that you go, you know, uh, the world is inherently um, musical. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, down to like the birds that you hear, I mean, like, I've written songs, you know, just by like hearing the hum of the fan in a bathroom, like, right, you know, and there's like, oh, what is a monkey? Tell me, what are you doing in there? Write a song, mom. Also, fix the fucking fan. Yeah. Oh, those are the days. Huh, guys? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I love it. I love this because, um, as I was saying, it's something that all of us can relate to as creative people. You got to keep it simple. You got to keep it relatable and something that you can easily attach yourself to or remember. Sometimes it, it, it's it's like all the most beautiful things can be like just like just like you know brought down to something smaller. And yeah, simple. Yeah. yeah. I, a uh, lot of how I approach music in general is, you know, very just reduce it to like it's like three, you know, smallest things. Of like I look at music a lot as just like the melody, right? The harmonic accompaniment and like rhythm, 
right? And when you can break it down into simpler forms, right, then you can approach music as, because uh, I believe everybody should be songwriting. You know, after this episode, I hope that you guys start writing songs every single day. Um, every day. Oh, every the Bidet day. Chronicles Volume 1. <laughs> the Bidet Chronicles 1. We already got multiple pre-orders. So there you go, right? I can already see that you're starting to wear that artist hat, right? And, um, um, but yeah, keeping, keeping it simple is like the, the thing that I have, you know, struggle with the most too, right? Mm. Um, is because you want to um, create something that's unique and original, right? Um, yeah. But still feeling that pressure of, you know, what am I going to do that hasn't been done already? Yeah, you know? it's, it's hard because so much of, of your relationship to... Um, just creating something sometimes can be so muddled and like, oh, I have this idea. But then your mind sometimes can get so ahead of it when when you're you're putting effort into it, and mm-hmm. then you can just start from the smallest level. Yeah, the creative process when you're just creating stuff in general can be frustrating. You know. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so... Being a comedian is creative, too! Yeah, but don't overcomplicate that's what, that's what I mean, like... You know? Yeah, it's that, like, yeah you can overcomplicate make, Yeah, make an observation, right? And then, you know... Yeah. Um, go with it, right? Um, that's what, you know, with this, it's, you know, I'm writing down these song ideas. Sometimes songs just come from the simplest thing, you know, one word. Yeah. That can, that can spark a... Uh, mm-hmm. I was trying to say something poetic. See? <laughs> 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 frustrating. You were, you were making it too, too complex. See? Exactly. I'm overcomplicating it. Right? Hey. So. Well, hey, guys, keep it simple. Keep it simple. Don't overcomplicate it. Just start from the, the smallest little bit. Yeah, I agree. What? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> well, okay, moving on. Top four tip. Number four, everybody. Number <clears throat> four? Number oh yeah number four <laughs> number two no number oh no four. we we do a descending oh okay yeah that's right that was yeah. my idea yeah there we go number yeah four. that was your idea <laughs> number four going down to the top one tip use repetition repeat 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 R E P E A T okay loop it do it again and again and again. And again. And then. And again. And then. Repeat it. And then. And then. And then. Loop it. And then. Do it. And then. 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 Repeat. And then. And then. And then. And then. Scat solo. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Repeat. Loop it. Do it again. Repetition. Do it again! Repeat, 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 loop it. Loop it, loop it, loop it, loop it. Loop it. And do it hey. again. Hey! That's called do it. That's called some that of the best. Do it again, everybody. That's a thank you so much. Thank you so much for, for listening to Loveline. That was do it again. Traffic on do 95 is a little rough, but it's gonna clear up around two o'clock. <laughs> Coming in next, we got poopy poopy bidet. Poopy bidet. <laughs> And then, remember when we were growing up. <laughs> remember when we were growing up. And then followed by that, we'll have the, uh, could what? you fix the goddamn fan? What is a monkey? <laughs> Later on tonight. <laughs> but first we need to fix the fan. In the you know what? This is, some of the best songs out there have this type repeat of. Repeat it, repetition. Yeah, they have this repeated type of thing that is so, well, it's so connected. It's repeated multiple times throughout the song, but the reason why it hooks you in is because it's simple and yeah, it's yeah. easy to remember. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you agree? I do agree. <laughs> you know? Being creative is frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, yeah, uh, re- repetition. It's like I've... Um, I've practice. Always, yeah. You gotta practice. I gotta practice my comedy. You gotta pra- We gotta practice lines. You gotta. You gotta, you gotta you put know, in reps. You gotta, yeah. You, you gotta put in the reps. Literally, literally, even 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 creative people and songwriters and and actors and comedians, they have to put in their reps for that stuff. It's like yeah. going to the gym you for put your in mind. Your Ten thousand hours or whatever yeah. it's called. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But also, what you know, with this tip, you know, using repetition, right? Um, when it comes to creating a specific product, you know, or a a song, right? 
repeating the phrases, right? Repeating the words, you know, or creating, uh, repeating the groove, or, or you know, when I say loop it, right? Find something that's like, boom, 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 and then you can just use that going like, like song, the electric, right? uh, like trance music, where it's just like for just like five minutes. Yeah, right. right? Exactly. And, and you can add, yeah, right. But when you do that, right, it becomes almost like this. Um, uh, effortless state of when you hear something on a loop, right, where it's like you no longer have control of the music, right, and what will happen is you'll start to hear things at different, starting at different points, yeah, right? Yeah. Exactly, right, and it becomes almost as this, like, this canvas to be able to, like, create over, right? Um, you know what sometimes this... when you repeat ideas over and over, right, you, like, or in a song, right, um, like, um, you were saying, like, um, earlier about, you know, using a song that has like a few notes. There's a song by One Direction, right, that uses just like the notes C, D, and E, right? Repeat it. Bop it. Flick it. Screw it. Bop it. Right? Get a job. But, you know, with the uh, the rep repetitive you know part, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Right? But if you, like, for what I will do, right, in borrowing, you know, a song, is I'll borrow, let's say, like, take that rhythm, right? changes that last part yeah. right but three uh, repetitions of that same rhythm right and then you can create something new off of that right but if you loop that over right then you can kind of uh discover a grounding in there and you know this this tip the repetition tip reminds me of back no joke like september of 2020 when we were talking with you stav and i were talking to you and giving you um, like our notes for what we wanted for our theme song, and we gave you like house music, drums, little like yeah. things, and but there was this there's this repetition to it that like builds on on it, and it just like it just made me I'm getting the goosebumps now just thinking about it because it's like yeah. So you tell us a little bit about how you made the theme song for the Meta Doozy here. Um, so with that one, um, I was thinking, uh, well, cause you guys had talked to me, right? You would push me, you're like something electronic, something that's yeah. going to like pump you up. Also the famous do, 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 do. That's like, that's the, that's like the, the, that's, that's legendary. That it's legendary. It's an a legend. It's a legendary drop. Yeah. That's how we open the, the, yeah. 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 Um, so we'll, open the trailers and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, for me to approach that, right, it was kind of uh, being able to have those examples of like what you guys wanted from a product, right? Um, and then using what I knew from music, right? These first we gave two you tips. The ingredients yeah, you exactly. Yeah. Right? And then, yeah, I created uh, my own recipe for that, right? Um, yeah. Keeping it simple and using repetition, right? It starts like it follows this like, um, like uh, repetitive rhythm, you know, dun, dun, dun. Right? Um, and so with that approaching that I was looking for something trying to get something like super catchy, right? Um, and um, repetitive, something that's gonna get stuck in your ear, right? That you're going to leave, you know, um, because basically I look at it as kind of like a, a branding standpoint, right? Of composing for you guys in the podcast, right? You want something that's going to be like when they hear it, right? It gets stuck in your head so that you're singing it later, right? Yeah. And that's what I'm thinking, right? And so what's the, gonna be the most accessible thing for um, just an everyday person to be like, you know, walk away like humming something or the right? It's just like one little part. I mean, what? That's like, um, right? It's just like, um, four or five notes, right? It's just that one part, right? Um, but having something that was heavy, impactful, right? That kind of um, 
like I said, was going to pump you up and literally get you ready to learn, right? You know, get I mean, you ready to learn. You know, get yeah. you, and you know, so much of music, right? That it does. Learn, learning is lit. Yeah, but learning it's you know, it's, it's craving that anticipation, right? That's you know, yeah. it's like oh, something's going to happen, and then when that happens, you know, it's that that uh, boost of dopamine, you know, and you get the chills oh, throughout yeah. your body, you know, which for your guys is something, you know, using these uh, the, uh, what they call a riser, you know. Right, it get, leads to this impact moment, and then it just drops out. And then when it comes back in, it's that like that, yeah, oh, yeah. that famous with all yeah, the, the, the EDM music. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. what we were going for. But but exactly. So it's like that is one technique of if you're trying to make something that's you know impactful, right? There's like a recipe that you can follow for that, right? Um, I just you know create my own thing on top of that that I like, right? Um, which was, you know, it's got, basically I look at it as it's got two riffs, you know, it's got the boom, 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 dum, 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 yeah, dum, 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 right, which is basically just three notes, right, a very simple, simple rhythm, and repetitive, yeah, exactly, right, where you could sing it back to me. I think this is a great time to take an ad break. We'll be right back to the songwriting course. See you on the other side. What's up, Kirk? Hi. You know what sucks? What? When you're just not the favorite child, you know? And you try to steal your older brother's CDs, and no one really remembers you being around the family. Uh huh. You know? Yeah. It sucks. Yeah, stop. You know what doesn't suck, though? What? What the jelly foods? Makes sense to me. I'm tired of sitting on the bidet, mm. and out of nowhere, I have to sing like it's a but I actually don't mind that. But you know what? I, I am tired of buying expensive, low-quality foods. I deserve nice things. I deserve quality. Botticelli's is family owned and operated. It's a me. Foods.com and use promo code DOOZY at checkout for 10% off all Botticelli Foods mm. products. What is that? We're talking pasta. See? Si. Ready? Hit me with it. We're talking pasta. See? Si. Sauce. See? Si. Olive oil. See? Si. See? Si. Balsamics. See? Si. And many more flavorful products. Botticelli Foods I'm not standing just like the man of Doozy. Look at that, huh? Look at that! Holy at that. shit! We, guys, that's not the wow. only sponsor we have, though. Hey, this week's episode is also sponsored by Burn, the innovative fitness company behind the world-renowned Burn Board. Recently ranked by Women's Health Magazine as best low-impact cardio workout of 2021, Burn's six-foot adjustable slideboard is the low-tech, low-cost-at-home fitness solution for people who want to break a sweat without breaking the bank. Both Kirk and I have been to their New York studio hundreds of times pre-COVID. And we're active users of their at-home platform. With over eight categories and hundreds of on-demand workouts to choose from, the burn board and subscription makes sitting down to work out a thing of the past. Our listeners will receive a special seven-day free trial to their monthly subscription, plus 15% off their purchase, and free shipping with the code DOOZY15, D-O-O-Z-Y-1-5 at the checkout, baby. That's right, guys. Visit theburn.com today for more information about how you can... 
get on board. Yes, again, that's B, triple R-N dot com to get 15% off. Plus, free shipping, doozy 15 at checkout. And now, back to the show. Back to the music. Wow. Uh, you know what? It seems what, like I had an out-of-body experience. Yeah, what was that? Botticelli's, did, baby. Did you? That's, did that's, you? Did I felt you? like I was in Italy, like, singing at a restaurant or something like that. <laughs> I, yeah, I felt like I was in Italia. Do you want I, pasta sauce? <laughs> and they're like, sir, can we I, just have our waters, please? <laughs> what, sir, we haven't even gotten water. <laughs> Sparkling or steel, <laughs> or would you like some tap? Tappy tappy tap tap, tappy tap tap tap. They start tap dancing. Tap dilly up, tap tap tap. Well, I had an out of body experience. That was good. That's. I didn't know we could sing. That was a banger. That was a banger. That was a banger. That was like I felt like I was Especially wooing the our there, audience. The end there was good. Yeah, we came in together. The yeah, we we wooed the audience, guys. Hey, we're in the top three, everybody. We're, we're in the top three, guys. We're gonna jump right back in, guys. The guys. top third tip is experiment, improvise, challenge yourself to come up with it on the spot. Hey, we've been doing a little bit of that. Try new oh, yeah. things. Use various uh, timbres, uh, different grooves, melodic contours, harmonic progressions, and song structures. A big part of songwriting is trial and error. Trying something out and having it completely fail. Failure is so important to embrace when you're creating. However, being relentless with your ideas and unapologetic with your songwriting will yield the most creative uh, possibilities and rewarding results. Experiment. I love it. Experiment. Anything is, you know, music. I don't know if you remember when we were growing up again. This is like an old Yeah, 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 yeah. We used, to, we used to bang on the pots and pans. You know, uh -huh. and then dad would come in and he'd beat us. <laughs> um, I, I don't remember that, I but um, I don't know. I have a different. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, dad would come yeah. home real drunk, you know, and he'd <laughs> yeah. start kicking the dog. You guys remember that? We had a dog. <laughs> <laughs> he'd be like, turn that off. I'd be like, I'm making music. You also, fix the fan. You guys don't remember that? <laughs> I mean, we were young. We were, oh, yeah, we, were. <laughs> we were young. We were very young. Yeah, um, yeah but we had it. We had it in us, I guess, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is this is great. You know, because it sometimes sometimes you just gotta. I, I think also when I when I read this when I read experiment is like get a little bit out of your comfort zone sometimes because sometimes that is where you'll find something that you never knew you could do or that you liked or like you know like I never thought I would ever like use a bidet and then I used it and I was like oh my god <laughs> this changed my life um I just used it for the first for the first time. time dude I cannot believe that when when the 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 little thing came out and squirted me right in the yeah right it was. I was like. You were like, oh. My, my like eyes got open. My mouth opened up, and it was that moment. Dude, that's what I was. That's what I was describing in the How to Turn Thirty episode. The moment where you you, you see the entire universe, yeah. the beginning. You see the before, middle, and end of a black hole. You see the entire timeline of you existence. I, Your eyes dilate. I saw the future. I yeah. saw the past. You saw you saw flowers like yeah. blooming. Babies being Babies born. Being born. Yeah. Life, death. Yeah, life, death. Are you saying that the center of the universe is, is a Yes. Write it down, Colby. It Center of the universe. It unlocks the gateway to a whole new to world. artistic um, prowess and That's and right. uh, yeah, this is great. Um, is there anything else? Is there anything you'd like to say uh, on experimenting or um, like? No, I think because well, well, let me say like because like there is certain types of music that and even artists out there that create events or create music solely on experimenting and improvising in the moment, you know? And that's something that's, yeah, that's really always, crazy. I've always been incredibly drawn to improvisational forms of music, but I've also uh, found, um, you know, 
my interest in lots of different styles of music, right? And that's, you know, goes back to like, you know, being somebody who was young and just wanted to be around music, right? And was never like, you know, this music sucks, that music sucks, right? But always having like this mass appreciation for music that if I want to create music, right, I want it to be like, I, you know, believe that there's no limits to your imagination, right? You can create so much. Amen. Stuff, right? Um, and, but you also have to, you know, no limits. <laughs> you have to learn, right? You and um, if you want to, you know, grow as an artist, I feel, you know, and sustain something, you know, being willing to, you know, like you change as a human, you know, there's nothing that says that your music can't change along with that, right? The more that you know, right? Um, I mean, you see that in all different art forms or artists that are like, you know, I look at like comedians, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, you remember when you saw Spanglish, Adam Sandler and Spanglish, and you're like, what the heck is he doing? It's like, you know, it's your growth is kind of, uh, yeah. you know, an individual artist to be like, I've, you know, learned new things, right? I'm trying something new, right? I'm not just, you know, just this one thing, or I don't just write one style of music. You have to continue to challenge yourself because that, that made me think about my my training and, and my specific technique and Meister because it has so much like the bedrock of it is is being able to use your imagination and create and, and believe what you, you're able to give yourself. And sometimes what you give yourself at the age of thirty is not gonna work at age thirty two or thirty three. So you have to be able to understand you gotta evolve. And a part of that is improvising and experimenting. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, you get you gotta get a break out of your shell. You can't be in the safe zone. You know what I mean? Yeah. You gotta get out. You gotta get out there. You gotta get uncomfortable. Absolutely. You know, I don't. I don't envy envy or uh, comedians. That that's so, that's so like you 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 have a such a, a interesting relationship with comfort because it's so uh, uncomfortable to be just up yeah. there because you you you're like bearing your soul in this way to, to make them laugh and making them making and making people laugh. Out of thin air from a joke thin that air. you made that you know no one heard before, so it's like or even with music, it's like. But yeah, I look at you know it's I, I you know I mean you make that transfer to all different um, performing you know modalities of you know I look at songwriting as this laboratory where it's like I've got all these resources, I'm going in there right, I'm gonna try this experiment and that experiment, and then at the end I have to be like oh dude what are the results and it's either like you know, scrap it, or like, we might have something here, right? But it's, you know, or, or, you know, you're like, oh, this is a really good thing, right? And it's always, you know, being um, uh, willing to try new things, right, that will um, ultimately lead to out of your comfort zone, right? Yeah. And, yeah, yield to, like I was saying, you know, rewarding results and really creative possibilities that you may not have known um, were there before you kind of this reminds me and and is a great little kind of like alley-oop for you but like i remember speaking to you when you were finishing your um uh uh, uh training and 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 uh, music therapy you created you you just mentioned you look at music and stuff as a laboratory and songwriting as a laboratory you created a tool basically for your thesis he created a tool that is a songwriting laboratory that he's had the that he's had the opportunity to teach multiple times and it basically puts in a way of multiple different ways that you can access or enter into songwriting it's fucking what insane um, well, basically, I mean, yeah. uh, it was um, the name of the tool is Songwriting Laboratory for Emotional Processing. And so it kind of formed out of um, uh, working a lot with um, using music as a way to promote mo emotion recognition, right? Um, and then. Which is beautiful because so much like of it. So much. No, it's not like an app. It's like, it's like essentially like a methodology of approaching the songwriting process to help somebody who um who is in need of emotion processing and emotion processing that oh could be, it's like it's know, like a it's like a guide on like yeah, how it's to, using like, how songwriting to... as a as a tool as the therapy because some people oh. some people i know i know me personally and other people that i know when they are feeling a certain way or if they want to feel a certain way they they turn to a certain type of music right. you know so it's for a a uh, composer or a writer to be able to do that to help yeah, emotionally I got process for every different mood. That every I single mood, exactly yeah. right. And so you're gonna have to add one for bidet. 
Oh my god. <laughs> oh, god. You got one opportunity. One chance. Yeah. I love this. I love this. Yeah. Um I guess we're good to move on to the, the top two. Yeah, let's do let's it. Let's do it. You know, you're our first guest, and this is probably our longest episode. So but it's so... This is good. This is great. This is I hope you guys are enjoying this, because this is so incredible. Number two, everybody. Borrow. Yeah. Okay? Study your favorite artists, musicians, performers. If you like what that artist does in their songs, see if you can recreate some of those same effects with your own flavor. Flavor. My my mentor Charlie Sandland. My mentor Charlie Sand Sandland from Maggie Flanagan Studio. One of the greatest things he taught a lot of us when we were training was like, all great actors or great artists steal, but stealing is also synonymous with borrowing. The main thing is you take some. It's like what we were saying, keeping it simple, or like, oh, that's something like you saying, like, oh, I really like that riff or those three notes. You take it and you make it your own. So many people are like, they see a performance. Um, the way that I make sense of it is they see a performance and you're like, oh my God, that reminds me of this this actor playing that. Mm. Oh my God. And you hear that they watched that or something. Yeah, to influence them. So they were able to make it their own. It, seem, it seems so similar with music. You know, it's constantly evolving, but it also like takes from one another, yeah. which I think is Like cool. you stole the sound from the fan, you know, in the... You were like... I'm borrowing the fan. I'm borrowing. Listen, Daddy's like, that's you. Listen, I there, this. there is a story. Like, I, I still have the recording of, of that uh, fan um, from an uh, it was a pizza shop, original pizza in Overland Park, Kansas. I still have the recording of that fan. I can show it to you. Maybe some other time. Anyway. But um, I got some stuff in my car if you want to <laughs> check it out after the podcast. I have, a, I have some candy, too. Yeah. You want to come on in? <laughs> uh, let's get, let's get back far. to the tips first. It's not yeah. far. It's behind the building. <laughs> you guys remember when Dad used to beat us? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh, what a hoot. <laughs> what a hoot. <laughs> um, a couple of twins. Borrow. Hardly hears a hoop stank. Yeah. Anyway. Oh. Um, borrow, yeah, it's like ideas, you know, um, you know, it, this one kind of comes back to like the keep it simple thing, right? Like, um, you don't have to create something out of completely thin air, right? As if, you know, you don't have to approach music, right? And be afraid of it because it's like, it's already there. There's examples that you can go off of, right? Um, and with that, you know, it doesn't have to be this uh, daunting thing. Like, I believe that everybody should be, you know, songwriting um, in some capacity, um, you know, to process their own emotions, right? Or to even just be creative with it, you know? Because with songwriting, you know, you can, you can provide yourself the control to create something um, new. But just when it comes to borrowing, right? If you use something that an artist has already used before, you know, you can create something new off of that. Yeah. Um, Build off off of it. Right? Or what we already did, right? What is a monkey? Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. um, taking that melodic line or um, adding your own flavor. Just like, it's a, um, it's a lower just, you know, just. The human species, I think. Yeah, but yeah. adding your own flavor just like Botticelli Spicy Vodka. Oh. <laughs> or the Diablo Saucy. My favorito. Yes, um, amazing. Let's move on. We're, we're, guys. Number one. We're on the number one top tip, and I love this one. The number one top tip we're is. We're on the top tip. We're on the number one tip. On the top tip. The top tip. Just the 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 number one tip. For that ass. For that ass. Just the top number one tip. For that ass. Remember when Dad beat us? Remember when Dad beat us? Eat us on the bidet. Number the number one, one top tip is don't take yourself too seriously. Hey, hey. be be yourself, damn it! It's just 
music. Amen. Yeah. Be yourself. Be yourself. Everyone else is taken. Oscar Wilde. <laughs> be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. This is, you know, this is kind of more of a, you know, uh, very general one. But when it comes to music, um, you know, I think people look at music as this daunting task of like, oh, like, how can I ever write something, you know, or create something? It's like, just do it. Sing out loud, like what we're doing. And I think that's, for me, you know, uh, I believe that singing is probably the most accessible way to be making music, right? Yeah. Just take the words, right? And you just start singing them, you know, and then you can kind of get your point across. Mm-hmm. You can do a little bit of musical theater stuff if you've ever performed like that. I just used the bidet and I questioned my sexuality. I questioned my sexuality on the bidet multiple months ago. And now he's gay. <laughs> and now he's gay too. And Until we're dating. dating. <laughs> now you're dating? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. So you everybody. Oh, um, but yeah, don't take yourself too seriously. Yeah. Um, for me as a musician, um, and I tell my students this, right? Like, just you, anything can become a song, right? Anything can become a song, and you have to do a lot of experimenting, trying, seeing if an idea works, right? Like, your the first idea that you have when you're approaching songwriting might suck, but at the time, you know. It's really the practice of actually doing the actual thing. Like, you know, um, like you guys with your podcast, you know, the first few episodes were like, you know, hit and miss, you know, and then you kind of find yeah. your flow. Absolutely. Right? Um, that was a subtle diss, right? I'm not oh. trying to disrespect well, I'd say every episode. <laughs> I think it, every single episode has been perfect. Every episode has been perfect. Yeah, absolutely. From, From the, the beginning. beginning. Yeah. You know, right? But it's it's that that thing of like you have those ones. It's like oh, this is a banger. Or you know, you have your what your Fourth of July episode. That was just <laughs> absolutely hated that episode. You know, it's like why are we even doing this episode? <laughs> this is one of my favorites. Right? But, but that's one of, that's one of those things where it's like I've written songs and gotten to the end and being like like did I just waste my time? Like, why did I even just, why did I spend my time writing this? And it's just, you know, tapping into the, the creative process that makes it easier and easier every single time that you do it, that when, you know, uh, it just becomes easier over time to create new things when you aren't taking yourself so seriously um, of, and not thinking way too hard of like, oh, it's gotta be this way or it's gotta be that way. Like, let the possibilities um, unfold. Yeah. When when I'm in the process of like writing it, it uh, if I get if I get too serious about it and I kind of get in my own way, it like no 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 ideas come out. No, the creative juices aren't flowing. You know, you just you gotta relax and you just gotta be like, you know, yeah. fuck it. Yeah, just you're. It's yeah, it's who you are, right? Music is such a um, personal thing and it's subjective, right? And you have to, you know, in a way, be prepared for people to be like, you know, that sucks. I hate it. And you'd be like, whatever, man. Whatever, you man. Suck. That's <laughs> you suck. You suck. You suck, Dad. And then you start writing a song about how but, that you know, guy hurt your feelings. He, you know, fucking sucks. Everyone fucking sucks. They suck. They suck. Everyone fucking sucks. Everybody fucking sucks. Everybody, 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 everybody fucking sucks. Everybody fucking sucks. Everybody fucking sucks. You. Everybody. You suck. Everybody. 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 Body, body, every, 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 everybody, body. Sucks. There we go. Gosh. Guys, those were that, the top five that, tips on how to write a song. That was called Everybody Fucking Sucks. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that brings part one of how to write a song to a close featuring Colby Kozanowski. This was freaking incredible. I'm, I've I'm, learned so much. I mean, we, we should make an album, I think. Well, I think we... we <laughs> I feel like 
we got our producer right here. You know, I, I think we're already on to a great start, but the great thing about this episode, our first in-guest episode, is this is just part one, everybody. We got a part two coming out coming on out Friday. Coming out on Friday, so be sure to stay tuned and listen in to the next part, which you will watch Colby usher us we're gonna into. Actually make we're actually We're actually going to create a song. Yeah, we're going to actually make a song. But until then, guys... Thanks for watching the Men of Doozy podcast. Hey, comment what your favorite tip was. You know, if you have a tip that you want to learn about, you know, send us a comment. Be like, hey, I want to learn about this, you know, and maybe we'll we'll see it. Yes. And guys, share this with your friends. And if there's something that you want to learn about and have us teach you while we also learn about it, let us know. That's right. We're on YouTube, obviously. Uh, Instagram. All Instagram. the audio platforms you can find us on. We play some video games. Not We haven't gone live in a while on yeah, Twitch, no. but we, 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 we should. We should. Yes, we absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it makes sense to me. It makes sense to me, too. Guys, before we leave, Colby, is there any any um, uh, social media or certain things that you want to shout out for this episode? Yeah, yeah. P- uh, please check out Pair of Sloths um, on uh, Instagram and on Spotify. And then also... Uh, check out Thick Picks as well. On How do you spell that? T H I K K P I C S. Amazing. Thick Picks. Thick Picks. Amazing. Well, guys, we'll see you part two at part two. It's gonna be the greatest song ever. Thank you, guys. Love you guys. Bye bye. Bye bye.